Thank you for listening to BLC's Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more podcasts, news, and other events, please visit breakthroughlife.co.za. I'm just going to speak just for a couple of minutes this morning. Yeah, yeah, not long, not long. They got very excited when I said just, because uh, it's not often that I preach short messages, so screams of delight. They're just expressing their gratitude, and it's all about being thankful, which has, has come up a number of times already this morning, as we just want to be grateful to the Lord. And, um, and as I was reflecting on this, I, I have a favorite book this year, and uh, there are a couple of passages from, from my favorite book of the Bible, and um, so I've just thought I'd refer to it uh, in chapter one. Uh, for this reason, verse nine, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience. You may have great and whew, why would the Lord need to give it to us if we didn't need it? He's giving it to us because we do need it. And it's a great test. I, I just was, um, was intrigued watching people's responses with uh, stage six load shedding. Apparently they're not even six stages of grief. But, but watching people diffuse anger and tension and hostility through being kind, patient, having a little bit of endurance, and you saw what was inside of people. What did people see inside of you this week? Oops. They saw light, Daryl, good answer, good answer. Even when the sun was behind the clouds, that was amazing. Not only endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of God. We strengthen so that we can give joyful thanks. It's joy, gratitude, thanksgiving. You know like when you tell a little teeny tot, say thank you. Thank you. That's not, that's not gratitude. Right? The word came out, but it didn't reflect the right heart attitude. And so the Lord wants to work in our hearts so that it is a genuine expression of who he is. We're thankful because we connected to him. And even if we're going through some difficulties, 
we can still be thankful because we have an eternal perspective. Psalm 23 has just been highlighted to me. Even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Lisa and I were, were walking as uh, we're, you know, it's the new us. And uh, so we're just out walking, just enjoying uh, our beautiful city. And this flock of guinea fowl start running towards us. with that look of expectation in their eyes. <laughs> but we had nothing for them. Didn't worry, they kept on. And next thing, they start overtaking us to try and get ahead of us. And this went on for about a kilometer. And as we were walking, kind of like, Lord, let this be a prophetic sign of your favor, of your goodness, your mercy, following and even overtaking us. Look for the ways in which the Lord wants to speak to you during this holiday time. In your time of rest, your time of being with family, your time of just having a little bit of reflection. It doesn't matter where you are. Just allow the Lord to speak to you through your everyday experiences. You'll be amazed at how much he's wanting to speak to you. If we're tuning ourselves, if we're leaning in, like this morning, I was leaning in to hear the angels. And so what? What does he say? He says, we're singing with the angels. And I listened. It's kind of like, yeah, I think I can hear them. Is that okay? Did I? Is that we wanting to, I mean, early in that other book of Colossians that we looked at, you know, we're not going crazy about this whole angelic thing, but there is a realm, the supernatural, and they're worshiping. And sometimes the atmosphere between this realm and the heavenly realm gets really thin. And the sounds of that realm break through into this realm. And sometimes we break through into that realm. If we're leaning in, Lord, what are you saying? What are you doing in our circumstances, in our everyday life? We're going to see so much. That was chapter one. How about chapter two? So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Overflowing. If your life was a bucket full of things and somebody bumped you, bumped the bucket, what would overflow? When people bump you at work or in traffic, you know, like when the taxis, what overflows when you get bumped? 
The Lord wants us to be overflowing with thankfulness. Chapter 3, verse 15, I believe Daryl helped us here. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom as you sing psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Oh my goodness. Just so enjoyed singing in the Spirit this morning. Oh, I've missed that for months in the corporate setting. Have we been to, anyway. Sing songs from the Spirit with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Giving thanks, gratitude. How about chapter 4? Yes, we are going to get to chapter (laughs) 4. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. What are you watching for? What are you expectant of? with a sense of anticipation for the prophetic words that the Lord has spoken over our lives individually and corporately and nationally, we're waiting, we're watching to see, but we're watching with a sense of thanksgiving, gratitude, that what God has started is gonna bring through to completion. We're not looking for what's wrong. I'm setting you up for Christmas Day. When you sit around the table with family and friends, some of them you haven't seen for a long time, and perhaps they haven't heard this message, and they coming with a perspective that all they can see is what's going wrong in their opinion, which is often not very humble. This overbearing opinion about everything that's doom and gloom and negative. How should we be living in the middle of that? I'm glad you asked. Being watchful and thankful, pray for us too that God may open a door for our message that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I might proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity, even on Christmas Day. Let your conversation around the table be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Oh, you're going to have the best Christmas ever. Because instead of walking away with all kinds of negativity swirling around you, it's kind of like, no, Teflon, that stuff doesn't stick on me. Because I'm coated with thanksgiving and gratitude. And I'm ready and prepared to give an answer to all those negative people. This is how we're going to see in the new year. You know, it doesn't always come in big things. And it doesn't always have to happen 
when things are going rosy. I mean, Paul wrote this to the Colossians from jail. He says, remember my chains. He says it twice there in chapter four. This is the guy saying, be thankful, overflow with thankfulness, be full of gratitude, thankful, thankful, thankful. He's writing to them from his place in jail, in chains. He's not all woe is me, down in the dumps, doom and gloom. He says, hey, get ready to answer anybody, no matter what the situation is. Even if it's tough, be filled with thanksgiving overflow. Even when it's really rough and tough and it's dark and gloomy, which we had this cold, gloomy, dark. Filled with thanksgiving. Sometimes it's in the big things. Wow. Just the most phenomenal opportunity that we as a family had. Are we just undone with God's goodness? Sometimes it's in small things. Like this week, I had to go and replace my car battery. And uh, went to a place and I decided, you know what? I'm going to support one of these smaller guys rather than going to the, you know, the chains. Help an entrepreneur. So I went to a smaller guy, got a battery, he gave me a pretty good price, not bad. And when he took the battery out, he says, wow, this is the original factory installed battery. My car is a 2014 vehicle. How many years is that for a car battery? It's kind of like, what? can't be, no, not one year and one month, you know, like they do just other side the warranty, from 2014, wow Lord, you caused this battery to last for years, and then I had to go and sort out my, my wheels, because um, they're not meant to be on the metal, you know. <laughs> Canvases for painting, but not for the road. And uh, he gave me a good price, put it in, whatever. And then when I paid, I said, you know, you know this and the alignment and the balancing. He said, don't worry about the balancing, the balancing's on us. Now, it's not a huge amount of money, but kind of like, wow, thank you. Small little thing, but expressing gratitude. You should have seen the smile on that guy's face. I mean, he'd been the one to be generous, but when I acknowledged the generosity, the smile just got even bigger. Let's be thankful. Yeah? So we got a, some slides from this year. Some of the things that we as the BLC family have been able to experience together and so we're just going to review it together and then we're going to have communion as we remember the biggest reason why we're thankful.